Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This is it. On the 30-meter line, they're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long-range shot for Manessa. He's got it. Oh, what a kick. He got a kick. Hello and thanks very much for tuning into this week's episode of the Irish NRL show. Obviously, pre uh, review of round twenty four and a preview of round twenty five. So we're heading into the final week of the regular season. Delighted as always to be joined by Tash. How are you, mate? How's the form? Not too bad. Not too bad, big man. Uh, survived another week, so all good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I had a fantastic week. Um, <laughs> started on Thursday, kept rolling until early Saturday morning. Um, but look, we'll get to that. Don't worry. Uh, I think it's yourself, actually, to, to yeah. kick us off. So, as we said, Thursday morning, at the start of this fantastic week for you. Uh, the Broncos and the Eels uh, at 10 to 11 on Thursday morning, Suncorp Stadium. 6.53 to the Eels. So, like, the Broncos are in serious bad shape at the minute. I think it's over 100 missed tackles in the last two games. So where they're saying, I know Kevin came out and, and blasted them for having a bad attitude and stuff like that. But he said he needs to take some of the blame as well. If if you, if you missed fifty tackles in the last game, I think you have to look at yourself a bit and come out. And the next week you missed another fifty tackles. It's down to the coaching a little bit as well. Like um, it is. Um, I think if they don't like, let's we're going to assume at this point, and now we'll definitely lose to West this week. <laughs> but we're going to assume at this point that the Broncos miss the playoffs. Well, they're minus twenty. They're the minus twenty six to the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I can't see that even going back. Yeah, but it has to, like this. This now is 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 a like an indictment of where Brisbane are as a club. If it was anyone else but a Brisbane old boy. He'd be gone. There'd be no questions asked. Yeah. So what's going to happen at the end of the season if they don't make it? Yeah, I think like there's there's sort of that the rumblings of like when the spray came out, where did it come from? Who leaked it? Stuff like that. And that's not a good look either. Like when you no. when you start that like players going to their reporter friends and and giving out fuck like it's the start of a bad bad sort of culture in the team. Like and you, it's near every team that it happened it's the end of the coach if you get me like you know that way it's the beginning of the end for a coach like yeah. so um, 
it's going to be squeaky bum time this week for the Broncos, I think. And as you say, like mathematically, it's they're in a very bad shape, I think. We're minus 26 to the Raiders. Plus I think. 17, I think. Yeah, 17. So I can't see that, unless the Raiders come out and lose the plot. But uh, the Eels look really good, I thought. I thought, what's the name? Reed Manny's service from the Rook is probably the best in the competition. Like his pass from the Rook is Absolutely. unbelievable. Like the service them boys get, and it's it's on a dime for them. Like, and it's lightning ball. Like, it's really quick. Like, but they just look really good coming into this end of it. Like, but the one thing about the Eels is you don't know what Eels you're going to get. No, that's the problem. You can't guarantee what team is going to come out the next week. Like, they're playing the Storm this week for the Forward. top four. Like. Yeah. They could go out and bait the fuck out of the storm like and then lose in the first round of the finals, like which it's madness like to me. Well, look to be fair, whoever finishes fourth is gonna play the Panthers first round, so because yeah, they're guaranteed well, was, minor, so yeah. Yeah. It's not a good time for anyone. No, no. no, but I just thought like the Broncos are in dire, dire straits. And there's gonna be more to this by the end of the season. I think it'll turn into a sort of a dirty, dirty back and forth sort of uh, between as you say the old boys and this new crowd, the media's going to put a spin on it and just make it drag it out yeah. the whole preseason if they lose. Yeah, I think it's it's yeah it's it's, it's Fox League is looking at this and saying perfect. We have our yeah. off-season articles filled. Two weeks, yeah, lovely. Um, and then we've a World Cup, and then we're back into the new season. So we've loads, and then someone will do something stupid on Mad Monday, and boom. But lads it writes itself <laughs> what are you thinking too hard for your job's done job's a good one yeah no no that's all like there's a feck all I could say on this Alfred Broncos like there's no pluses I think he's dropping Ezra Mann for uh, oh what's the other feck Tyson Gamble Tyson Gamble which is I can't see that you're picking, it, picking it the wrong player you're highlighting the yeah. wrong <laughs> yeah. problem there like. I think yeah. yeah there's there's, but now saying that they were Broncos were in a bad enough shape going into this game mm. uh, Cabo was rested a 22 year or 21 year old person needs a, a game off haven't like. been out for like 6 to 8 weeks I think with an injury so yeah now you could have just came out and said that he's suffering from the concussion yoke and we would have said nothing but the fact you came out with this the stupidest excuse yeah. That he's tired. Say he got done for drink driving. Like that's, something, <laughs> that's something, even just better. Something, yeah, just give him that. But to say that he's tired just puts it back in the player. Like it makes it look like what the fuck. Like say, give him the whole week off. Yeah. Trim. Just like, let him, tell play him to come in. You go in there and sit in the bike or go to the pool, but just be around the group. Like hmm. you don't have to do much. Like, hmm. but imagine like I, I heard I seen it there today. Like the bloke in the bar. Like I was there, his podcast. And he was just saying, like, imagine going as a rookie and saying, I'm feeling tired, can I get it off? He goes, yeah, that's grand. But when you come back, just introduce yourself to the reserve coach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. In any other sport, that's what you'd be told. Like, yeah. And any other club, I think, to be fair, you'd be told. That's yeah. probably, like, what are you on about? Like, there's, yeah. I don't Especially know. this time. Like, I wouldn't be mad. At, like, it was mid-season, like, maybe something happened and he got that knock like mid-season grand but the fact that you're coming to finals and your club is, is fighting for its place fighting for its place like you'd have to drag me off the pitch yeah like, like fair enough sorry if you're right yeah mid-season look I'm very sorry it was my first origin campaign I'm wrecked yeah, yeah. boom happy sorry. days can you give me this game off but yeah look yeah look soft, soft club unfortunately um mm. 
It's, yeah, there's a few of these games you could probably fly through, but um, have yeah, we move on? Yeah. Yeah, so Panthers Warriors, um, 46-12 to the Panthers, 22-6 at halftime. To be fair, the Warriors are offered plenty of threat early doors. And, beginning, yeah, they were uh, flying in the beginning. And Parent had to work, like I know this, despite the halftime and final score, you'd be saying, what are you on about? Like, But no, it, it generally was a lot tighter in the opening stanza. Um, I'd be the first to admit it because I'm very guilty of it, but I think we are taking Penrith for granted. Uh, and it's natural enough, like they've been so consistent for the past three seasons. It's it's hard not to, especially considering they're not, they're not having a stellar year in comparison to the previous two, but they've got to be favourites for the camp. They got they won the Premiership. They won the Premiership with three games to go. <laughs> like I don't think they won that last year. Was it? When did they? I can't can't fully remember. My stat for the for the week, just to show it out, that was Penrith have become the first side in the history of the NRL to record three consecutive seasons with twenty plus wins. That's mad. It's like, like mm, twenty five yeah. games in the season. <laughs> it's mental. And like they got Louis back, so like to be fair, he didn't look too bad first game back. He's been out for what, five six weeks. Yeah. Um, Api Carso yes. had a blinder. Mm. Yeah, I think I think we're overlook when losing Cleary and stuff like that, and we love the halfbacks. The real key is is Appy in this, like to to know he has to control it. Like, like it's probably it's probably the most consistent spine, but it's it's one of those rare spines in which Hooker's good, Lucy's good, halves are good, fullbacks good. Like and they all know what they're doing. Like exactly, like they call a call, and everyone knows what their role is in that in that move. Like it's unbelievable. Like. But as you like, like you're probably gonna say, it, but they came through the the, the the system there. Like they're all, I know Carson didn't probably come yeah, through there, but the rest of them definitely. How many let him go? Because they've struggled at hooker since. Um, yeah, I know Croker's not too bad this year, but it's still like he's nothing to Carson. He's, he's having a good Croker. season. He's solid. He's honest, but he's nothing on Carson, and that's not a slight on him as a bloke. I think he's no. at maximum potential. Like he's oh yeah, like his, this is as much you're gonna get. Over. Yeah. Um, and look I suppose you look into the finals and you kind of just go you've two fresh halves now uh, after getting a bre- break um, and, and chopping at the bit as well I think Cleary's going to come back he'll be a man possessed that's a scary cause he, thing because he feels like he let the boys down like, oh, no, they're, big, they're big, minor yeah, premiers three games early and he still feels like he let the boys down so yeah absolutely um, and then the only other thing just to give a quick shout Tohu Harris phenomenal in a drubbing like how often do you see it um, yeah. he's brilliant I think we, we called him out a little bit there uh, we did. two weeks ago like but he GC puts his hand up when he's on like and it must have been something was wrong with him that game like because it was so bad and for him to turn on against the, the Panthers like this like I'd say, I'd say it was, could be a combination of at the time there'd been a lot of like oh this player doesn't want to go back to New Zealand this player doesn't want to like I'd say that gets very disheartening like why am I yeah putting in this effort and putting my body on the line like this for some fucking yeah which oh, I guess it's... but yeah no as predicted Penrith obviously came out on top on that one but a good effort yeah. by the Warriors to be fair yeah for the first 10 minutes <laughs> mm. uh, the the la- the late game on Friday, Storm and the Roosters, fourteen eighteen to the Roosters. I thought this is a serious Belter. game. Belter. It was like an origin sort of a. It felt like that, didn't it? It felt like the intensity was. Well, there was, there was two games over the weekend. 
this being the first, the second being the Bunnies, uh, Cowboys, and I was like, finals has come early. Um, yeah. Yeah, you never you never get these sort of fixtures just come into finals when it, there's so much on the line. Like, and oh, we've got two next two, weekend again. Yeah, like, it, it's ridiculous, the fixtures this, this year, like, coming into the finals. Like, I just thought, like, the speed and, and the intensity, I thought the front rows set the, mm-hmm. set the platform. Like, I know there was a bit of argy-bargy and Hargreaves and Nelson men in the middle there for a little bit. And someone got a marching order, but uh, and I think Hagrid's got the better of Nelson at the end of the game. Like he, he definitely stood up. Like, Valid, and yeah. I think, I think Robson came out at the end of the game and gave him some free pass to do what he did because he knows that your front rows in these games set the set the intensity. Yeah, and he needs he needs these boys to be in the next four weeks to be fucking flying and nothing backing them. Uh, I think Teddy. It just shows you how intense the game was. I think Teddy, about a half an hour into the game, only had three or four runs. Mm. So it just shows you like what defensive work he did in that in that first thirty minutes compared to. I think he finished on seventeen runs, but like it took him a while to get into the game and and to start attacking it instead of defending. Like because it was sort of a, a back and forth, back and forth. Storm had a serious amount of possession in the first mm. half. Like they were they were attacking the line something serious. Uh, but I just thought just the intensity alone was class. It was yeah. just it was all over the park, like. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed that one. Tended to I know we now. have a bit of controversy. I know Nelson, like they were they were talking about today on NRL three sixty. And in the last two years he's had ten uh judiciaries or whatever charges. All if you looked at the rap sheet, like it was careless, careless, dangerous, dangerous, careless, careless. All fines. And then you had James Tamu last week getting off because of his character. People like this that had ten fucking charges in the last ten two years should be charged fucking more. He <laughs> also he, had one about two weeks ago. But it was the same sort of thing. It was he, he got him up in that position and then puts all his weight going down on and, a, and a young fella as well, like of all things like Joseph Sowali. He could have fucking injured him something see like it's like it's like was it uh, Kane Egan? Yeah. And the Warriors had to go get his team fucking Yeah. It changes like I just thought it was it's just a real, real bad look for for the storm, like the way he's doing it, like for the, the game he, in general. Yeah, three of them. He's three of them or four of them this year, like, and it's yeah. been the same sort of shite, like. That just dirty, dirty player, like. Mm. And it's it's not right. I know uh, we had another hip uh, drop with Collins and I and uh, I don't know who we did it on, but he had to go off. And it was just careless, like after Collins coming back and fucking the same shit. It was just stupid. But uh, we see how long he gets. Hmm. It's another great fucking thing is for the Roosters that that bit of business with uh, Matt Lodge coming into yeah. this, like it's just going to stand it up. And he's yeah, and they're getting the boys back. I know. Uh, what's his name? The other prop that was injured there for a long time. Uh, Pacquiao was back. He was on yeah. the bench there, so like that's a great time to get him back. Coming, he's Mister Mister consistent as well. Nice cool head. He's brilliant for finals footy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, nothing really rattles him. Like you know that way. Like a big just, shot, big anything. He just go back at you again, hundred miles an hour again. Like and you're getting he just come keep on looking at looking for you. Like you're getting the same effort the whole way through as well. It's like nice consistent, constantly mulling over. Um, mm. yeah, and then obviously, unfortunately, Victor was snoozing. It's he is dangerously close to Boyd Gardner territory. Well, the way the roosters look at it, you, you mightn't see him in the finals. 
I know he was up and talking and the doctor said look at the to put him through the up but it, he was getting seizures or something mm-hmm. on the field but whoever the the expert was saying it doesn't it doesn't mean as much it has no interference with the with the sort of severity of the concussion, concussion. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's it's not too bad like it's, it's a scary sight like for anybody for, but even m- for his father yeah even for his father to come out and say like give him a week off like my kind of opinion on it though is that it's it's like the amount of them though it, that's why I'm saying it is boy card in our territory here we need to be like and sometimes you have to pull someone you have to away protect, yeah you have to protect the player for its own good like because mm. he's not going to stop he's not going to change how he's going to play no. no he's not going to and that's the way he plays mm. and it was it was like a he sort of missed the player didn't he he sort of ran by him and just caught himself on on like a, a, a hip or an arm and just mm. snoozing away in the pitch there and it was a scary scary sight when the sort of like the cameras were on him and then all of a sudden just cameras were on like so yeah, it must have didn't it looked like a, a thing Nasty another thing finish. is uh, Brandon Smith playing against the Roosters I arguably think the best connection in the competition is Harry Grant running off Brandon Smith <laughs> yeah if you look at it yeah. as soon as Brandon Smith could sniff Harry Grant is up his arse the next play the ball and he's gone like yeah. it's it's mad to think like I know Vera's signed for the Titans did he think this so, week yeah. or last week yeah. so like it's going to be interesting to see if he, if he does drop the weight and go back to play hooker what way the Roosters will play him I know they signed him as a hooker but uh, it's it's mad to think that like the best combination of 13 and 9 is Brandon Smith and and I think it was said there earlier on about it's the body type it's yeah. because Brandon Smith is smaller than a big 13 there's less less of them to target like so it's, he's harder to grab he's harder to fucking pin down he's harder to get a shot on and it's the same with Harry Grant like Harry Grant mm. like he's big square Gosling but he's just that size that he just gets past you it, it's also Brandon Smith's running style he never straightens up no he's no, always no, no. bent at the hip always bent always the even so at top speed his hips are so far back like yeah even at top speed he hit him on his shoulder and then try and get down low yeah. but it's, it's mad yeah no, I love me some hectic cheese hectic bro no I, I just thought it was a great game for the thing and as you say there's two more coming so it's going to be fucking serious week this week yeah yeah loads of permutations as well in the other games and stuff so look it's, 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 it's as good a finish as we could have had say maybe 5-10 games out as good a finish as we could have had um, alright moving on first kick off Saturday morning Raiders Manly Raiders 48 6 28 zip at half time tell you now if if this keeps up my gym sessions are going to consist of 12 and a boy and try workouts there'll be no deadlifts going <laughs> at all nah I'm rejecting crying um, into your deadlifts again yeah now nah, look huge win obviously massively capitalised on Thursday's result and they finally just started playing good set completion um, I know Manly obviously didn't put up much of a fight um, but with 38 sets completed out 43 sets 88% it's got to be the highest percentage of the season um, like really really good set completion um, in other games we've been like kind of forcing the offload game early on and they didn't shy away from it either they kind of did 15 offloads which I think it was more better selection of offloads, yeah. but yeah, but, look. I, but I think they'll get the rub to green as well. I don't think, as you say, Manly weren't really there at all all game. Like, and as soon as they got the roll on, the Raiders just capitalised. 
it's very hard to put zero effort in a game of rugby league. You can put zero effort in a game of football, but it's very hard to do it in a game of rugby league. But this is the closest I've ever seen to a professional side putting out zero effort. And and that's just being uh, honest about, I suppose, the one thing I was going to say about the offloading game. and this could, My fear is we're literally a game away from reverting to type. So um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the West game. Uh, not. Um, for Manny, look, I get obviously season's over and the squad's divided over a few issues, but like a jersey's got to be the most bizarre reason to end the squad's time together because there's going to be a lot of boys jumping ship at the end of the season. Um, a lot of players eyeing up moves elsewhere. Like you look at Josh Alloway, Alokatu, like big names. Like does Josh Schuster stick around? Probably not. Um, probably finds himself as a six, probably not going to get that. At, and he might get now, Karen Farns moving on, but. I just think it's a mess. I've never seen Manly, a Manly side coached by Dez as off the boil. Um, and look, there's a few players there need to be very careful. Car- car- careful, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, like DCE could be in danger of missing this World Cup squad over his performances down the stretch. He really could, like, and that's not yeah, an exaggeration. Yeah, like, nobody's going to talk about him. Like, no? like there's, there's plenty of, of headaches for for what's them to, to decide on like and like DC is not up there in the headache at the minute like like on form your sevens are Cleary and Hines yeah like and there's no ifs no buts no coconuts and then you've got sixes there as well you've got sixes aplenty <coughs> like I don't see how like Munster's obviously your your six your six but there's a few other guys that could easily like Jack go as centre cover six um, just Cody Walker's been banging form down the stretch do you take a wild shot on maybe Mitch Moses like there's just so many people ahead of him yeah you, you forget about like Mitch Moses and stuff like that mm. like um, which while there in the finals this fella hasn't even attempted to fucking win a game for them like no especially not where when he was playing well and the team was going well he was up there and now that the team is not going well he's not that kind of player to drag a team with him no no and there's, there's far more play, like there's just so much there's so much more like, he can only play seven he can play six yeah. but you've got people who can cover six seven people can then push out to the centre look at someone yeah. someone like Ben Hunt who can cover kind of hook or six seven like I think DC's World Cup chances are gone shot the bits and it's largely down to the fracas in rookie um, but look yeah the less said about the better um, which is not a good look for the game so look Raiders go marching on and yeah. somehow for another somehow, week somehow we're still in we it we need to get this guy deadlifting again <laughs> come on West uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, next game then Saturday as well about half eight uh, the Sharks took on the Doggies at Point Bet Stadium 16-0 to the to the Sharks I think the Doggies are finally on holidays <laughs> I think I have a feeling they played well in, in bits, like, but they were just, <laughs> it's a week. I, I think the Fox was eyeing up his uh, visit this morning by Hasbulla, to be fair. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. He, he had other things in his mind. Uh, the Sharks nearly had total control, like, of just the whole game in this, like, their shape was brilliant. Uh, just their, their tries came off so easy, like, when, when it was on, like, there was a horrible kick by Burton. On poor fucking uh, Miller, <laughs> and he lost it completely. <laughs> I know it went so round the social media, but it's uh, absolute horrible, horrible. I would not like to be in that. No, uh, I like, I, and we were talking about like the the performance the the Broncos put in like a there in the finals. Doggies, the doggies missed fifty tackles and had zero line breaks. It just shows you what their intent was in the game. Like 
just not good enough. I'd, I'd actually prefer the Sharks to have a decent test cut in this run-up to the finals than the teams they played. I know that they walked through the last two games but not really a test or even a physical test like a good pack or something just to feck and roll them on that's the other thing too as well you know who the last game is don't you yeah well the, and that's not the test you need like <laughs> no the only thing it's is though the guaranteed second then you know, like, oh well that's it yeah but like and then they play third is it yeah second place third first second place fourth third. and you get second by Jerry so. and then you get second by yeah yeah so like, like I know that's great but you just like to see them play a better better standard team coming into this just to see if they are really what they are now to to miss 50 50 tackles and only score 16 tries or 16 points it doesn't bode well either like I know they had they had a few few good inroads into the game like but they they should have anyone that feckin any team that has 50 missed tackles (laughs) you think maybe 25 points would look a lot better yeah or 53 like (laughs) like (laughs) Yeah. Like the, on the fight again but as you say like some of these games you just roll through like the Sharks are the Sharks as you say they're playing the night next week nearly guaranteed second position so yeah which like the alternative is they finish toward and they go up to Townsville yeah nobody needs that nobody wants that not yeah. about needing it's about wanting um, second mm-hmm. week in September as well good lord good grief um, yeah, yeah. Sharkies are happy and look, at the end of the day, right, whatever happens in the finals, Sharky's fans, this is year one. Yeah. Like, don't get too hurt if you if you get bounced early doors in the finals. It's year one of what looks to be a brilliant roster and a brilliant coach. I'd love to you know, know what Andrew Fafid is on in wage. If this is last year, is it is it clearing up or is he on minimal? I think his contract may not be that uh, aggressive because he had a few kind of issues um, Mm. and had a few injuries as well so I don't think he ever got a huge contract with the Sharks yeah yeah yeah, so moving on yeah yeah Uh, Rabelow's Cowboys so 20-10 in favour of the Rabelow's 14-6 halftime I suppose, look, we talked about it during the Storm uh, Roosters game, but Finals Fight came early. Um, great game, tough physical. And look, it actually could have gone out, like, arguably could have gone either way. Um, it was a huge win for the Bunnies, especially given the fact that Cook was ruled out so close to the contest. And, like, I just think his running game can really and has really sparked Walker down the stretch. Um, their pack really stood up and that's probably what shaded it if I'm honest like Keon Kulamatungi and Cam Murray those boys are going well um, the bunnies are going well um, himself and Murray combined ran for 247 metres which is 17% of the bunnies total metres and made 62 tackles which was 21% of the bunnies tackles like they were in Everton like, and, and that's that's just good tough footy like that's not line breaks assists like and Oh, it's just the hard edge as well. Yeah. Like. Colin took his try well as well, to be fair. Um, mm. But yeah, like I said at the start of the year. I love the way it was really quick ball as well. You know that way? Like, they were mm-hmm. just boom, boom, gone. I did I did say it at the start of the year. I kind of predicted a big year for Colin Matungi. He, he didn't have that big year because the bunnies kind of faltered a little bit. Kind of at the beginning, yeah. At the yeah. beginning and somewhat in the middle when Latrell was out. But 
he really is such a talented second row and I think he's kind of he has shades of like that kick out athleticism but he has the tough belly that sometimes kick, kick out can be accused of lacking um, yeah. like he's prepared to put the, the ball up the jump on it I, just, I love watching him play different. and then Cam Murray look what, can, what more can you say like he has to be shit at something has yeah. to He's probably not able to turn left or can't touch or something. Be sprinted. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, and look, I'm definitely going to be proven wrong with this, and I do kind of say it every week, but I just have a feeling about the bunnies. I just think they could get on a bit of a roll, and I don't think they've, they've hit top gear at all this year. Like, they've not come close to top gear. They've, they've, they've played around a little bit in fourth, but I don't think they've hit fifth gear. And I just think they could really hit hit it home come find this time now saying that they'll probably lose to the Roosters now and uh, I'd be like ah oh, fair enough I think the one thing that, that will sort of help them up is that left edge centre or wing combination is not as, as good as say uh, Campbell and, and Johnson on the other side like, yeah, yeah. I just think that could be their, their, their downfall, their downfall. If, they could, if they could straighten that up in the off season they'd be an actual and then, and then you'd be assuming from next season at least going to hit the ground running um, for the Cowboys I actually think they could be in a spot of bother here um, I'm fortunate enough to say because they've been one of the feel good stories this season but they're they're probably going to lose to the Panthers next week if, if Melbourne beat Para, that means I think the Cowboys are going to end up playing Penrith in week one so they likely lose that and then they're going to be a do or die fixture and they've only won one in their last five but I think it's it's the same as what you said about the the sharks. It's the first year as well, like it's, as in with with Peyton and stuff like that. Can like, I Justin. can I be wholeheartedly honest? I think the sharks are better built for long term success. Whereas I'd be afraid the Cowboys could be a, a bit of a one season wonder. I just think what they've got out of certain players that we've n- we've not seen long term consistency from those players. They might never get them again. Yeah. Might never get them again. Um, like Chad is getting up there too <laughs> I know he's been brilliant yeah, for the season he's been brilliant, yeah. so um, stat um, tackle in opposition 20 because everything else was fairly kind of equal yeah. equal but Bunnies had 44 tackles they were tackled 44 times in the Cowboys 20 and the Cowboys were only tackled 24 times so a huge swing 20, 20 different 20 tackles of difference I think what it came down to was the Bunnies just had more good quality ball and they were they weren't afraid to take the time going through their sets in the Cowboys yeah. kind of opposition so trying to rush it yeah yeah I think I think you're right their, their quality and, and their, their timing as well yeah. is far better than say it. and they're more established if you, yeah. if you think Patience. about it like, compared yeah. to Cowboys like, yeah. like once you have Mitchell and um, Walker in the same fucking Him same headspace and then hopefully supposedly Cook is back next week I don't know how if he gets a PCR test yeah, he can play. It's five days or something. So. To my knowledge, it's up in the air. Like he could, he could miss yeah. the Roosters game. He could make it. It's, it's all about how quickly he recovers from COVID. So, yeah. look, but I think these two weeks will help the Rabbitohs into the finals with like playing Good quality opposition, one of the form teams, Cowboys, and then playing the Roosters that are absolutely tearing it up. Mm. So it'll be interesting next week. Like it's another class, class. It, 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 Whoever picked the fixtures this year, like putting the Rabbitohs and the, the Roosters in the last week is genius. Yeah, well, that's an easy win. But like, like you look at say the fixtures this weekend, like Rabbitohs against the Cowboys, 
that that probably at the time yeah like, this, could be, yeah, this could be uh, could be a knockout or not knockout and then Cowboys against the Penrith the Penrith this weekend they probably thought oh that's a nice easy win for Penrith to run out the minor premiership yeah, <laughs> yeah you do as you say like, I'd love to see the Cowboys next week just pull up the red to Penrith like just even ball even, out just ball out fuck even to lose by like five points yeah, like the, okay the, the, that they struggled the whole way through the game to be just, now the only thing is if they lose to Penrith they then face Penrith the week after with Nathan Cleary um, yeah different kind of beast <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah well next game Sunday the first game on Sunday the, uh, the Tigers took on the Dragons 22-24 to the Dragons the Tigers can't finish the dinner let alone fucking a game saying that though Anyone, that, anyone who actually <laughs> bothered tuning into Sunday football got pleasant surprise because it, it, it wasn't a it good game. It was a game. decent game, yeah. It was like if, if you have no ducks in the race, it was a decent game to watch. Yeah. I think the two games on Sunday was a decent game to watch yeah. with no, with no uh, a parody almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just look at them. Uh, I thought like the Tigers were leading 22 16 with eight minutes left and then that dropout. Debacle or whatever you're gonna call it, like I, the young rookie, like I don't think he knew the rules. <laughs> How many people really know that rule? Like, no. I know if you no. touch it in 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 other codes, <laughs> it's play on, like. Yeah. But the fact that it touched his leg and it, then it, it gave them a penalty out was a bit ridiculous, like. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just thought, like, the Tigers, there's a whoever. Whoever gets the Tigers job, I know Benji's supposed to be in there. Like it's going to be a hard, hard. And the Knights as well. The Knights are so bad. Mm. I just don't know. Outside the Dragons, the Dragons are in a mess as well because McGregor fired all his uh, his assistant coaches. Was it? And then the club came out and said, "This is your decision. So if it goes wrong next year." or the, the results go the same way next year the club are sort of after washing their hands and saying you made this decision to fire all your assistants to blame the assistants for this <laughs> and if, they, if he brings another assistant in and it still goes the same way it's your head in line like I think to resign need, him I don't think he's I think, a I think they need to get rid of him they need a, I don't know if they need a new coach like as a new style coach you know that way like I know some of these old lads will get you a few wins but I think the, the game is changing that quick like the new I, rules and stuff like that I just think they're, they're producing talent um, yeah like you but see he, it, he dropped a rake at them at the beginning of the, like he had no faith in any of the umphalas at the beginning no, of the like season you, like. you look at how hard uh, Ramsey's had to, to get back on the side Sloan I just think is that natural backyard football they're crying out for um, sure he was he was fed to the wolves like at the beginning yeah. of the season like he just dropped them completely like from it yeah. and he didn't play that bad like no um, I no, I don't rate him at all. I think his time has been up. His time was up at the end of last season, and yet yeah. he's going to be in again. I just look, you know, Dragons are going to be a mess until they get rid of him, and I don't see how they can't see it. Um, mm. For the, the board, just to let them go, and especially with the Sharks circling Ben Hunt, like absolutely, like a madness. Um, and I also just think it's no, it's it's not an attractive place to sign free agents and stuff like why would you go there um, so you're just constantly hamstringing yourself yeah. um, but look I thought Jack, Ma- Jack, uh, Jack Madden played well for the Tigers going forward by serious questions in his defence I think the first game the first uh, Dragons try if you look back I think it was like a knock on or something something broke down 
and one of the dragons boys picked it up but you could just see Jock Madden like say two metres away hmm. starting to jog and he, if he put the effort in he would have got him but if you look back he's he's jogging that five metres away pretending to put in the effort to get back yeah you say that just, but like half back the defence is, is I know but well, when he's so like, close like when he's so look, close to you well, well if I if I would say to you right give you one guess which player has the most missed tackles this season who is it probably I, I'll make it easy for you it's a half back Munster <laughs> no it's by it's by a distance oh plays for the Dragons oh Ben Hunt yeah like no one ever talks about his defence it's all yeah. about how great Ben Hunt can play or whatever but like half back defence it's, it's kind of a given it's like a goalkeeper in association football being an absolute psychopath you yeah. just kind of go to accept it yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what he does for the team on the other side of the exactly, ball. Exactly, exactly. Teams, like, I think your second row just steps in a little bit and helps him. <laughs> you know, that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know he's, he's the top, uh, the the most mistakes, you just get your second row to stand out a little bit closer exactly, in defense. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then, but, like, he doesn't miss tackles at origin level, but at club level, my God, I'm telling you. But I think the traffic that goes down his way to try and stop him from being that good on the ball, I, they just target him every game. Yeah, like, yeah, like he, he doesn't stand out in the in the origin because there's that many good players. But the mm. fact that he's the best player on that field, exactly. they just put a rake of traffic down that, yeah. that channel and that just sicken you with the fence. <laughs> and that, obviously a very quick 100 games. Jaden Sua um, got a try as well, didn't he? This is a whole yeah. game. Like, geez, he seems like he's only around two years. It's well, I thought, I thought when he came to the Dragons he would have been better for them but he just this season he nearly went backwards I just don't think it, it suited him as much but is that coaching and yeah I think I, well, well, I think comparing it's the system Bennett. yeah I think it's the system they played mm-hmm. he, he just took them out of the system completely like yeah fair no, I'd be in agreement there I, because I was very happy with kind of the signings the Dragons had made and stuff like that but I thought yeah I thought it was going to be a good year for them like but it was just they ran out of steam very quick yeah um, I suppose final game in the round just to round this out Titans Knights uh, 36-26 24-10 at half time both in favour of the Titans uh, just the quick notes I'd written down is like again Sunday 40 kind of surprises this weekend um, a lot this, this game had a lot 12 tries a Brian Kelly send off hmm. and, pl- and plenty of opportunity to win but look Newcastle going on Newcastle um, Titans lost Kelly on the 52nd minute it was like it was a red card no debate yeah. in it six minutes later the Titans get the next try um, yeah like, it doesn't make sense does it doesn't make any sense now the Knights to be fair did cross uh, for two tries and Gagai went over for a try and it super Gagai huh Origin yeah. Gagai came out they switched him to Origin minutes. mode for the last 10 minutes yeah um, when there was nobody on that hedge <laughs> just just go um, but the Titans I'll be, I'm going to be very honest here I've slayed them a lot but I would say <laughs> That is Brimson's best career game ever. And it's a I shame. I think it was more his try celebrations that was the best. No, he was brilliant. <laughs> he was everywhere. Um, but his performance is going to be forgotten by Thursday Night Football. Um, so. But do you think then, if he's so good, would, would you ever see the like of... Uh, no, I mean, he's, he's so good against the Knights. I know, but uh, oh, what's the fullback to play? Sorry. Uh, uh, Campbell would you move Campbell up into the into the house and put Brimson back into full back no no because he's another fucking 
Have Cam- the balls. Campbell is, is is his dad. Like you just let him play, but let him play from the back. I don't and- see Campbell in a good team. Oh. With great shape. Oh. oh. Like out the back of of, of shape, like running. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of getting the ball from kickoffs and going back hundred miles an hour through gaps. Yeah. Just how he follows up and stuff. Like you imagine him backing up like a a, a monster line break. Or a Hughes or someone like that. Yeah. Using him. Oh, oh. <laughs> Spellburn. Yeah. Craig. Ring ring. Do oh, ring. Craig, yeah. <laughs> uh now I'm surprised uh for an easy win the Dolphins haven't made a push at him. Yeah. Especially being up there like in, mm. in Queensland. Mm. I think yeah, yeah, I just I don't get it. Um and he could be to Redcliffe what his dad was to the Titans when they entered the college. And that's kind of it's that. But look, is what it is. Uh, for the Knights, uh, unprofessionally, I hope you get pumped by the Sharkies and finish in the bottom two. By far, you're the worst side I've seen this year. You're a mess and a joke. I how they're thirteenth really infuriates me. I think the Titans have been so much better than them this year, and I think yeah. the Warriors have been far more honest than them this year. Yeah. So how they're in thirteenth, it really just they deserve to finish. It literally is the two wins they had in the first two weeks where they looked unbelievable. Um, about the roosters <laughs> yeah it's propped them up all year it's like oh it's just not fair anymore because they're terrible like they should I think the times. one silver lining the Knights have is the winger Dominic Young I think he is a class he's a great find but he's a great but he's just wasted in that I, the, the, his agent just after the World Cup trying to get him out of there well that's the thing he's going to be a star of the World Cup because he's going to be playing for Jamaica Jamaica so, anyone who watches the game is going to be watching him yeah. Um, so yeah look perfect time to move him and look that might be a move back to the Super League Do yeah you know what I mean? like, like good money St. Helens summer yeah just landed a good team and, and finish your career try and be an English international if you want to be there yeah um, my stat Tino Tino Tino, Tino 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 217 metres 89 post contact and 30 tackles he can't keep doing this he's going to be gone in two years he just he can't it's just oh uh, let's just leave it there because I, <laughs> I just don't think we're going to get to see his full potential because of the move he's made yeah. but look um, take a little break we will do obviously previews in round 25 the final round but first up we're going to give you our team of the year for the regular season do you want to go first or would you like to go first or? yeah I'll go first go on. so starting props I put on Tino and Tapani I just thought like Tapani's move from from edge to, to prop like has been a revelation like mm. I think when he started the season there was a bit of a ruckus between him and Ricky he came back and just showed his professionalism and just whatever the team needed he just did did I just thought he's class and then Tino you said it there the last thing you said about the time he's just an absolute just a machine like he's such a captain sort of a, a personality like he just he bleeds blue for the Titans like He's in the he's in in at the NRLW game banging away at the drum. Yeah, like that just shows you like like and he was still in the shorts and his and his socks like I know mm-hmm. he had a top on but he still had he still had the gear on so he never went down to the dressing or he came back up straight away. Billy Hooker. Yeah, uh, my hooker is uh, Harry Grant. There's a few hookers Stretch. in there. Stretch. The, yeah, Stretch. you think? Stretch. I just thought it's just his 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 impact in games can be. You fancy him? Match. Yeah. Yeah, he's good looking surfer and all that um, my, my second rose was Jeremy Nanai I just thought anyone who scored 70 tries 70 <laughs> from 
<laughs> from second row needs to go into team of the year and Kelowna Matongi I just thought he's exceptional he just every week he's getting better like. and then and my Lucy then was Cam Murray because he's just an absolute clamor. yeah just a baller just anything he does he does, does it so well my halves six and seven so it was Munster at six Hines at seven clearly didn't play that, that many games this, this year so I just thought you might as well get like someone who played the whole year like don't be just because he's the best player doesn't mean he's the, he should be on team of the year like oh uh, getting an early dig in there <laughs> what are you talking about I don't know what yeah, you're saying, yeah. and then Munster is just a gun you know yeah. anywhere he wants to play he can play just a freak uh, my centres uh, I put uh, uh, Manu and Ta- uh, Talangi is it Talakai sorry for the Sharks I just thought Talakai started the season with a bang like an absolute freight train he sort of petered out I think sort of teams sort of figured out how to defend him yeah. put a few more down his, his side like and then Joseph Manu is, he's the same he's just a baller he's like monster he just plays anywhere he wants like the fact that the Roosters have Teddy and him and the two boys have 20 and 17 runs a game like yeah. it's like where, where's the rest of them going to get the runs from uh, my wingers I went with the, the top try scorer uh, Johnston anyone who scores 27 tries deserves to be on <laughs> I know he doesn't do much else but he just scores tries and then Joseph Sawali on the other edge I just thought his, his running out of like set starts and stuff like that it's just exceptional like and he's only going to get better and then my fullback is Teddy the absolute gun Tedesco I just think he didn't have a great start to the season but he just after he after that sort of blip he you just seen the real Teddy come out like and it just yeah. his runs and his meters and just the way so, he, he could start a set and then finish the set like and stuff like that I just think he's exceptional so the minor premiers don't get a player in the team of the year it's a bit strange anyway um... look at those two injuries <laughs> there you know yourself <laughs> No, no, I, I get right. So fair enough, right? Okay, so you picked the. Dude, let, yeah. let me, let me, let me, let me go, let me go, right? Okay, so my props are yeah. Joey's I've point. Only played so many fucking games. Joey's point. No, hold on a minute. Joey's point because he has been the best prop this season. Yeah. James Fisciati because he is the best prop in the world. Many games did he play? I don't know off the top of my head, <laughs> but he's the best prop in the world, lad. So. Excuse me, he's going to make my team of the year every year until he retires. My hooker, on someone you said was the best hooker already in this episode, is Reed Mahoney. Because he is the smart, he's the strangest. from Rooks was good. He's the strangest body in the world and the best fucking hooker in the comp. That's why he makes hooker. My second rows are obviously Nanai as well. And Tino, because Tino is not a prop. Next point. Uh, <laughs> my Lucy is. We Cameron did very well there, prop the other day. <laughs> he's not a prop. He's second row or back row. Um. My six, oh sorry, my, my Lucy is Cam Murray because he is the best looking bloke in the world and yeah. he can do nothing wrong. But he, he definitely, there's got to be something really stupid he can't do. Like he can't use his spanner. Yeah, he can't turn left or something. He can't tie his shoelaces. Yeah, definitely. Loop, sweep, and pull it. His runners are all Velcro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Velcro <laughs> like the kids' ones. My halfback parent, and yeah, you're going to slate me for it, is Munster and Nathan Cleary because Nathan Cleary is the best seven in the comp. And he is the reason why Penrith have been the best side in the competition for the last three years and do you know he played half was, games this week this year he played, played 14 he 14, 14. 25 so nearly half yeah so nearly half but not but I don't care yeah yeah yeah. 
Anyway, in the centres, I've also gone with Joey Manu, but I've gone with Justin Olam in the centre because Talakai did feel only played the half half season, and I thought Olam got better this year, and he was brilliant even when the Storm were struggling. He was still mm. oh, defensively yeah. phenomenally. So I just thought, as a model of consistency, I'd give him centre. Um, my wingers again. I've also gone with Alex Johnson. <laughs> I take your boards fully on, on point but he's <laughs> yeah, a winger and he's paid the Scorch Rice let's not get away from that um, the other wing I've gone for is Ronaldo Molotua at the Sharks because I think Talakai dropped off but he stayed the same consistency and I think he is one of the best finishers in the game can score long ways tries as well he scored two there was, like was something I fought with myself over and over again and I'm willing to be shot down this I was going to go with Desco full back purely consistency um, but I'm going Latrell and it's because no one has a bigger impact on their side than Latrell and I mean when he's got gone they're, they're just not the same side whereas I think if Teddy's out for a game or two I think the Roosters can they're not they're still not the same side but I think they'll they'll, they'll run most teams close um, I just think he's so valuable to the Roosters so I've gone with Latrell at full back instead of Teddy that's a last minute decision yeah because the team you sent me was <laughs> yes that's that's when I picked this up and I was like you know what? no I can't I can't because yeah, I was like I'm going to leave a trail out because you missed so many games and I was like do you know what I've already gone for Cleary so no, you're already, yeah Cleary yeah. only played 14 yeah. games like, so fuck it you want to see I, p- I picked this side about five, ye- five weeks ago and I, I think it was before <laughs> Cleary got the suspension and I, you'd want to see some of the changes I had to make last night. <laughs> I Paddy Garrigan playing second row where I was like, no, he's gone. He's, uh, oh, yeah, because he only got banned there. <laughs> I think I, I think of Ruben Garrick on the other wing as well as Ronaldo. He's like, Ronaldo and Ruben Garrick. I was like, no, he's gone. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of changes when I looked at it last night before I sent it on to you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, look, and I suppose to round us out, nice, sharp and sweet because it's Monday night. We don't have the team news. Sorry to our Australian viewers. you probably get this Tuesday morning with the team news and be like what are these lads at but look we're in Ireland and that's why it's <laughs> called the Irish NRL show so we don't have team news because it's a Monday night yeah no, so. so first game Thursday at 10-11 uh, Eels take on the Storm this this should be a cracker of, uh, to start the week like I think if the Eels come out and play the way we all think they can play it's going to be a cracker of a game and the fact that they've bet Storm already this week Mm. which just makes it even better like because the yeah. song will come out to say that we're not the team that you played before like mm. this is where they're tipping <laughs> I don't know what you're going oh sorry 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 can I preface this actually sorry sorry I should have should have done this before so give me my title the score at the moment <laughs> is 112 105 which obviously means the Tash is in the front by 7 games so like sorry. I'm going to crown him tipping king but what I'm going to do is for every game I'm going to let you pick and for interest's sake, whatever you pick, I will be the opposite. I'm not going to pick, I'm going to let you pick, and I have to be the opposite to try and make it a little bit interesting. Put a bit of pressure on you. Um, what about you go on your games and I go on, on my games? So in this one, I'm going to pick the Eels. I just think they have the, the running and they're playing no, well. So, no, so whatever, whatever you pick, I'll be the opposite. I know I'm, I'm right, comfortable so, with that. Live by the right. sword, die by the sword. So I'm the storm. So I'm picking the Eels in this one. Alright, next that's one. Fair enough. Next up, <laughs> Bull, Bulldogs Manly. <laughs> uh, so, ANZ Stadium. Jeez, what a game to bring to ANZ. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. When they bring a crowd to it. That's oh, a I do not know. I don't know. Um, 
So yeah, so what's your pick? Much as much as I think, I think the Bulldogs have a little bit more than the Eagles. If if we go by last game, so I'm gonna pick the Bulldogs. That's not a bad pick for you. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. You know, could get interesting, could juicy. Um, next up, Roosters and Rabbitohs on Friday at five to eleven. I'm secretly a closet Roosters fan, so I'm gonna. No, you're very you're very openly a Roosters fan. Yeah, well, a few yeah, more like, yeah. teams in my back. A few more jerseys <laughs> in, my, in my closet, you mean? A closeted Roosters fan. Yeah, yeah. Same way Elton John would be a closeted homosexual. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta go Roosters. Fair enough. Uh, game four, Warriors-Titans. Mount Smart. Six o'clock Saturday. Titans. Fair. Um, just have a chance here. Um, uh, yeah. Next Dragon, Dragons and Broncos. Uh, Saturday at half eight. I this is a must win for the Broncos. I can't see them not winning this game. Now with 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 Kevy's words, bad attitudes and stuff like that, and I'm sort of blaming them. I don't know what way it's gonna go during the week. I I just think the Dragons don't have the sort of lead into it as much as the Broncos have, so I'm gonna go Broncos. Fair. It's not too bad. Just, you could fucking come out with fucking seven. <laughs> very interesting I mean yeah, give back to our title well, I, didn't, I didn't look at this you bastard <laughs> uh, yeah so game four, game six uh, Cowboys Panthers Saturday QCB Stadium whatever it stands for Queensland Country Bank Stadium whatever uh, 10.35 up in Townsville Panthers ok that's fair enough that's the one game I'm going to lose I'm going to tie this time <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Sunday at 5 o'clock the Knights take on the Sharks I think the Sharks will just walk over the Knights in this ah there's Tip and Tidal gone um, <laughs> fair enough and I can't game. believe you're going to tip I can't believe you're going to tip to your team against your team it's the first time all year <laughs> uh, Tigers Raiders Sunday Campbelltown's 7.05 I really hope the Tigers do a job on the Raiders we'll pick it then <laughs> oh you're getting nervous <laughs> <laughs> nah, come on. There's definitely like the Broncos are definitely going to win. The Panthers are definitely going to win. You're safe. Like, go on. You can pick the West for the crack. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Tigers. Yeah, <laughs> that was ballsy. <laughs> that was ballsy. Uh, how how ironic is it going to be when <laughs> the Tigers come in? <laughs> you know, the Tigers come in and that seals the tipping comp for you. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Look, tell me about it. Um, yeah, look. I suppose that's that's been the roundup. A lot to get through this week. Next week is going to be, um, obviously, just a quick synopsis of the final round of the season. We, you'll know all the stories by the time you tune in. Um, we'll know all the matchups. Are you away on that? Uh, no, I'm here. I'm here for that one. Here for that one. The week one, obviously, the Tash will be off on his all expenses paid trip for the Tipping Club Champions. Yeah. Be shame now if I get to go and study it. Term of fact. The uh, international listener has no idea what that is. <laughs> is it a place? Is it a thing? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, look, that's all for me. That's me done too. Thank you and good night. Good luck.
Eight minutes to go. Eight points all. Played to Keary. He's down the left. Short pass Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo. Into the backfield. Gibson to the basket.